for nearly 30 years, etong pastor na ito, si Pastor Darala Francis from India, has faithfully led a ministry that served yung mga poor and disadvantaged in India. But on July 9, 2015, his reputation for sharing the gospel caught up with him. That day, merong an angry mob of Hindus dragged him into the streets, severely be beat him up, and pinagtangkaan siyang sunugin. They were conspiring to burn him to death. You know, the pastor and this family has spent six months uh, of 2015 to reach out to that certain village in, in Western India. They were building relationship with the villagers. They were praying for the sick, serving the poor, and they were sharing the gospel through Christian literature. And gradually, even the Hindus and the Muslims in that area started following Christ. Sabi ano asawa every Sunday daw, there were people coming in and they were able to share the word of God and the numbers uh, of those attending in their church increased. So much so that almost all the villagers in that village attended the church that no one was left to, to burn candles daw sa mga temples ng mga Hindus. And on July 9, 2015, after he prayed for a family that he recently uh, shared the gospel with, Pastor Darala was confronted by an angry mob. They were estimated uh, 500 uh, Hindus who rushed into that, that home that, of the person he was sharing the gospel with and dragged him outside and began beating him. Tapos dinala siya doon sa parang village court nila. They call it Nyaya Panchayat. And he was condemned for sharing the gospel to the Hindus. He had a lot of injuries because he, he was dragged, but, but he remained quiet. He did not retaliate. And so after, the, the, after bringing him to the, to the village court, they brought him to the room, a room where they continued to punch him. Tapos tinatamaan nila yung mga vital organs niya so that wala siyang, wala masyadong wound and walang dugo, but he will have uh, internal injuries. And hindi pa sila nakontento. They were planning to to burn him to death. He they were planning to set him on fire. And his family, they did not hear from him, but uh, they, they received a call from the police. The police said na, nandito sa police station yung asawa mo, si Pastor Darala. And apparently, someone called the police when they heard that Pastor Darala was being brought to that room. And the police, just in time, bago siya buhusan ng gasolina at set on fire, Dumating yung mga police and they were able to rescue him. And the police released him and he was ordered to stay away muna for, from that village because uh, it, the, the, the situation was so tense. And he was to uh, report to that police station every week so that he followed their order. But while he was currently forbidden to visit that village, God had used that incident for his glory. Narinig ng mga local newspapers, mga local TV station of what was done to him. And they interviewed him. And he used that opportunity to, to share his to share the Lord's gospel and share his faith to glorify Christ. And sabi niya nga, yung pag-interview daw sa kanya made so much more impact than the six months that he, he shared the gospel to, to those different to the people in the villages. And so 
since the attack, he has also encountered some members of the mob. He recalls one time, he, he, he was walking, nakita niya yung tatlong attackers niya, and namukhaan siya ng mga attackers niya. And they, they approach him, di ba ikaw yung pumasok sa village namin? Sabi ng attacker sa kanya, yes, ako yun, sabi niya. Hindi ka ba takot mamatay? Are you not afraid to die? Sabi hindi ako afraid, hindi ako takot mamatay. And then the tone changed and they said, sorry, forgive us. We have only been forced by others to, to beat you up. We had no intention of doing so. But will you forgive us? Tinanong siya. And Pastor Darala, because of his faith in Jesus Christ, he told them, Jesus Christ forgives people. And so who am I not to forgive you? And he forgave them. And then these three men were curious about Jesus Christ. And so tell us about Jesus Christ, who this Jesus Christ you are talking about. And he told them that God forgives them and that they should accept Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior because he wants to bless them and their families. And these three men accepted the Lord Jesus Christ. And now Pastor Dalala has fully recovered from the attack, but they still continue to preach the gospel, kanyang asawa and his children. And he feels and they are praying that someday they can go back to that village and share the gospel and malift na yung restriction. Grabe no? Uh, that's the reality of some of our uh, some Christians and some believers in other nations and countries where they are persecuted. There's threat of death for you to be able to share. But like Pastor Darala, he persevered. He did not retaliate. He showed love. And that situation has even, even been used for the gospel to be, passed, to be furthered. Have your faith have you been persecuted for your faith? Have you suffered for doing what is right? Have people plot evil against you dahil gumagawa kayo ng mabuti? Our stories may not be as dramatic and as dangerous as Pastor Darala, but one way or another, I know, I know, our faiths and our being follower of Jesus Christ have caused us one way or another. It may be yung mga pamilya natin because we have become believers. They think of us or our clans, they think of us as we are breaking tradition. And if you are the only Christian in your family, if you're the only believer in your family, parang nabaliw na tong anak ko. Nabaliw na tong asawa ko. O yung kapatid ko. Or maybe your faith in Jesus gets in the way of your allegiances. You worship Jesus more, you follow Jesus more more than the earthly authorities and more the earthly leaders, and you don't follow them when they do wrong. And maybe, maybe, because you are choosing to do good, you are hated by people. Kasi hindi tayo nangungopia sa school, sabihan tayong, oh, eto na naman si Mr. Brilliant, Mr. Genius, we are smart shame. Or eto naman si Holy Holy, oh. padaanin natin, padaanin natin. Maybe we are persecuted of our faith in, in big ways or in small ways. And yet in all this, we are called to do good. We are not to retaliate. And we are even called as Christians, as pilgrims, to welcome suffering, to bless those who do wrong to us, and to follow Jesus' example. So ngayong umaga, ang title ng ating mensahe, 
Ay, hindi ko pala na-on, sorry. Yan. Ang title ng ating mensahe ngayong umaga is, Dahil sa ating hope in Christ, we can do good even when people do evil things to us. We'll look at 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 8 to 22. Tingnan po natin ito. As God's holy people na namumuhay bilang mga dayo sa mundong ito, we will surely face persecution for our faith and suffer for doing what is right. Ngunit, tinatawag tayong umasa kay Kristo habang hinihintay natin ang ating tahanan sa langit. We can do good even when people do evil things to us because we know that in doing good, God grants us God's blessing, gives us an opportunity to share our faith, and it guides us towards Christ's example. Bago tayo magpatuloy sa ating message, review muna natin ang ating mga natutunan sa mga nakarang mga Sundays, mga tinuro nila Pastor Mike, nila Pastor Alan. So, uh, in chapter 1 to 2, and then to, to chapter 12, pinag-uusapan dyan yung ating kaligtasan kay Jesus, our salvation in Christ, and how it brings forth our new identity. Ngayon, mga dayo na tayo longing for our heavenly home. Hindi na ito ang ating ating bahay or ating kanlungan. Heaven is our heavenly home. Heaven is our our destination. We are God's holy people who are brought from darkness to light. In chapter 2, verse 13, to 3 to 7, we are called to submit to Christ. It is a call na maging tapat to live faithfully as free servants, as good citizens. And last Sunday, ano yung sinabi ni Pastor Mike? As good husbands and wives. And today, and in the next few Sundays, starting from chapter 3, verse 8, we're here to talk about our suffering for Christ in which we are encouraged to stand firm. We will talk about this more today. So the question is, bakit kailangan natin gumawa ng mabuti kahit ginagawan tayo ng masama? So, first is because God, God grants us blessing in doing so. Pinagkakalooban tayo ng pagpapala ng Diyos. Let's look at 1 Peter. Ayan. Final, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 8-9. to 9, Finally, all of you be of one mind, sympathetic, lovers of your fellow believers, compassionate and modest in your opinion of yourself. Do not pay evil, pay back evil for evil or insult for insult. Instead, give blessing in return. You were called to do this so that you might inherit a blessing. So, pagkatapos ni Peter, turuan tayo kung paano maging mabuting mga asawa. He now sets his sights on believers in the church and how we should treat each other. Sabi na, the picture of the church should be something like this. United, there is sympathy, there is brotherly love, there is compassion and humility. But in verse 9, sabi din niya na wag nating Balikan o bayaran ang kasamaan. Do not be back evil for evil or insult for insult. And apparently even in church during that time, may mga conflicts. Tapos yung mga believers nag-aaway-aaway sila. At kung nag-aaway sila yung, yung isang, isang kalaban, isang kaaway, he will do something bad and evil to that person. 
And maybe you have experienced this even in church. No? People who have, you've, you've treated as family backstab you, make false accusations of you, or worse, deceive you. And sometimes there are mga perang involved. And that, 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 is, that is a reality from their time and even in our time right now. But we are called by Peter, when, when other people hurt us, we are called not to retaliate. But our first instinct always is to hit back and sometimes we, we retaliate more. You know, in the, English, in the Jewish culture, it was legal to inflict the same damage done to you. It's the, the principle behind an eye for an eye and a, tooth, and a tooth for a tooth. The law of exact retaliation or the, the law of lex, lex talionis in, in Latin. Simply yung principle dito is when a person injured another person, he is to be penalized to a similar degree by the injured party. So dapat bayaran ka of the, the same is estimated value of the injury. And the intent behind this principle was to restrict compensation to the value of the loss. Hindi, hindi this to avoid excessive retaliation. Kaming mga Bisaya, mga Cebuano, meron kaming term na walay sukod sa balos. Yung mga Bisaya kayo, alam niyo yung, yung meaning nun. Ang ibig sabihin nun, kung pag kami, Walang limitation. Pwedeng gumante ng more. It can be twofold and threefold. And that is what the law, this law, was trying to avoid. Excessive retaliation. And this law seemed, seemed fair. So, during that time, pag na, nasagasaan mo ng, ng chariot mo yung baka or yung, yung ox ng, ng kapitbahay mo, papalitan mo ng ox. Or when, or when ninakawan mo siya, isasauli mo yung yung exact na na ininakaw mo or if a life is taken then payment should also be life but but Peter calls us to a higher level Peter calls us to not repay evil done to us with evil not to answer insult with an insult and if that is not enough we are commanded to give blessing in return wait a minute Peter abasobasobra ka na Peter Kami na nga yung ginagawa ng masama. Kami pa yung gagante ng mabuti. Is it not enough that we don't retaliate? That we don't hit back and let God avenge us for our mistake, for the mistakes done to us? We are to bless those who do wrong to us. Napapalunok ka, no? Minsan po, sinundo ko yung asawa ko sa... So work niya, medyo late na siya natatapos ng work, mga 2 a.m. So medyo, ano na ako, gusto ko nang magpahinga. So pauwi kami, along EDSA, and pakiat kami ng Santolan overpass. And while I was driving, nakita ko na yung my white SUV sa rearview mirror ko na speeding sobrang bilis. And he was trying to overtake everyone. And nadaanan niya kami, but, but unfortunately for him, Naubos na yung daan niya. Doon siya napunta sa orange barrier. Untik na siyang bumangga. So, nag, pumasok siya sa lane namin. And so, untik kaming magbanggaan. Ako na yung next eh. So, you know what I did? I made him understand that what he did was wrong. And he should not do that. So, I honked my horn. Binusinahan ko siya ng malakas. 
<laughs> and mahaba. Sobrang tagal. Ganyan. Nung paakyat na ako, naka-overtake siya sa left ko, gumanti din siya ng mahaba at matagal na busina sa akin. And guess what, what, what I did? Gumanti pa po ako ng isa na mahaba at matagal na busina. And it took my wife to reprimand me para matauhan ako na mali yung ginawa ko. My wife said, Uy, baka may baril pa nga yun. Baka, baka mapaaway pa tayo. And there's a running joke nga sa amin ng asawa ko na lalagyan niya daw ng, ng sticker yung likod ng sasakyan namin na pastor ako para hindi daw po ako magalit pag, pag nagda-drive ako. And so with that example, if I were to apply this command of Peter that I will not retaliate, I will give way pa doon sa ng cut sa akin. Tapos ipagpe-pray ko pa ba, Lord? Grabe naman. Grabe naman. But there is wisdom in this. Lately, I have tried, I have begun praying for those people na nanggigit-git and sumisingit sa akin. Kasi doon talaga ako napipikon. Para siguro kami ni Pastor Mike. And it has slowly changed my heart. And minsan, hindi na bobo, tanga siguro yon. Pero minsan, baka nagmamadali lang. Baka bagong driver lang. Baka hindi niya naman yung intention. As children of God brought from darkness to light, and as pilgrims of this life, we are called to do good to people who do evil things to us. And even more, this was a command to the church, even more to our brothers and sisters in the Lord, our churchmates. Now, this, this does not mean that we allow them to abuse or take advantage of us. Lalo pag may crime, it does not mean that we don't take action. Rather, it means that we don't, don't retaliate. Hindi tayo gumagante. Rather, we respond in a way that is Christ-like and consistent with who we are, our identities as pilgrims of God, as pilgrims of this life, and as children of God. And because we respond with blessing and re- react in kindness, we will also be granted blessing by the Lord. We will be blessed by the Lord. Basahin natin sa verse 10 to 12, sabi doon, those who want to love life and see good days should keep their tongue from evil speaking and their lips from speaking lies. They should shun evil and do good, seek peace and chase after it. The Lord's eyes are on the righteous and His ears are open to their prayers. But the Lord cannot tolerate those who do evil. Ibig sabihin lang po nito that the Lord is with us. The Lord listens to us. The presence of the Lord is blessing enough when we do good. He is with us. And He, well, well those who do evil, He will be against them. He will not tolerate them. And as we do good also, we see the impacts of our action towards people. People's lives are changed. They thank us. We are enriched. Our souls are enriched by our acts of kindness. We learn to be loving. Yung mga BP natin hindi na nag-shoot up kasi mapagpatawad na tayo. We don't hold grudges. And we experience goodness ourselves. Sabi ni Agustin, ang tawag daw dito, the good things peculiar to the good. Good things peculiar to the good. 
So we have a, uh, aside from the QCHS ministry natin, nandito sila, we have a ministry with the Kamuning Elementary School. So medyo yung ginagawa natin are in the basic level, we, we teach them how to read and we provide free breakfast. So marami pa kasi silang mga, mga grade 2, grade 3 doon after the pandemic, hindi pa marunong magbasa, non-readers. So some of our volunteers here come to the school any time of the day, tapos nagtuturo ng reading. And one time, the, this teacher approached me, sabi niya, Pastor, konti na lang yung hindi nakakabasa. Yung iba, nag, nag, nag go up the next level, natuto sila, and they have learned. And one time also, this teacher also approached approach me, sabi niya, Pastor, etong pumunta yung mother dito nung nakarang araw, sabi niya, patitigilin ko na ng pag-aaral yung anak ko kasi walang baon. And sabi ng teacher, wag po kayong mag-alala. May pa-breakfast po ang CBCP. You can bring your, your children, your, your daughter rather, and she can continue to go to school. These are little acts of kindness. But when, maliit lang naman, magkano lang yung breakfast. But these things make, make a difference in the life of people. And when I, when I heard that story, it also touched my heart. These are the things peculiar to the good. Hindi ito, nararamdaman o oh, na na-experience ng mga dum- gumagawa ng masama. Yung mga korap, yung mga spiteful, yung mga mean. They don't experience these things. These blessings of doing good and the good that we experience out of it are only peculiar to those who are doing good. And so when we do good, even when people do evil things to us, we are granted God's blessing. And number two, it gives us an opportunity to share our faith. Pinahintulutan tayong ibahagi ang ating pinaniniwalaan. Sabi po sa verse, sa verse 13, 17, Now who is there to harm you if you are zealous for what is good? Sino mananakit sa'yo kung gumagawa ka ng mabuti? But even if you should suffer for righteousness sake, you will be blessed. Have no fear of them nor be troubled but in your hearts, honor Christ, the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for the reason of your hope, for the hope that is in you. Yet, yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience, so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good if that should be the will of God, then for doing evil. Now, Peter shifts from instructing the church, the believers, in how to treat each, other's, each other to, to try to tackle and confront the, the practical problem during this time. Merong persecution, merong pang-aapi sa mga Christians during that time. He asked, Whatever makes you think that you should possibly come to harm you if you are zealous for God, may mangyayari ba sa'yong masama pag gumagawa kang mabuti? This reflects the general law of the Roman Empire. Kahit po hindi perfect yung, and there was a lot of persecution during the Roman Empire during that time, yung mga officers of the Roman Empire were, were still uh, commissioned, were still uh, authorized to promote good, goodwill, Promote morality. But Peter is saying, pero kapag 
may ginawang masama sa iyo should it happen. However, if you are ill-treated, he reminds them of the Beatitudes, yung command ni Jesus. But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you will be blessed. So, let us say a reword of Jesus' uh, sermon in the Mount. It's a Matthew 5 verse 10. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Yung Beatitudes po o etong command ng Panginoon are not prescriptions for blessedness nor was it a means to obtain spiritual wellness. So magpa-persecute ako para ma-bless ako. Hindi po yan ang ibig sabihin nito. Rather, they are invitations of inclusion. The Beatitudes, far from being a new set of virtues that further divide yung mga have-nots and the haves, they are actually words of hope and healing to those who have been marginalized. If you have been persecuted and you have been naapika for the longest time, the Lord is with you. In the kingdom of God, you are accepted, you are loved, and there is hope, and I will be with you. That is what Jesus was saying. And so Peter encouraged them that in view of your blessedness, and our reverence for God, that should you be persecuted and suffer for doing what is right, wag matakot. Have no fear. Do not be afraid. Wag discourage. Rather, be ready to defend and share your faith. Marami pong persecution, persecution during that time. And Christians were not forbidden to defend their faith either in the court of law or in, in front of people who are in authority. Pwede po na, sabi ni Peter, pwede niyo pong i-defend yung faith niyo and offer a reason for the hope that is in you. And makikita natin ito sa buhay ni Paul. Nung pinakulong na siya, yung he was given a chance to defend himself in front of King Agrippa, what did he do? He used that opportunity to be able to share the gospel. Sabi dito sa Acts 26, 28 to 29. Then Agrippa said to Paul, Do you think that in such a short time you can persuade me to be a Christian? Pinapa-defend lang kita, kino-convert mo ko. Sabi ni Agrippa. And Paul replied, Short time or long, I pray to God that not only you, but all of you who are listening to me today may become what I am, except for this change. I pray that you will come to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Sinasabi ni Paul. But we are reminded by Peter. Balik tayo dun. How are we to deliver or to present or to share our faith? Paano? With gentleness and respect and having good conscience. Minsan po, hindi naman nare-repel yung mga tao sa atin when we share our faith. But sometimes in the manner of how we share our faith. Minsan, we are arrogant, we are rude. Kung ayaw mong, kung ayaw mong maniwala kay Jesus, sige, doon ka na sa imperno. And there may be some truth in that, but sometimes, people are not yet there. People are not yet ready. And so we are to listen to them. We are to journey with them. We are to share with grace and love. We shouldn't be rude and judgmental. 
We are to do, to do it graciously because we want to do good. We want to share the love of God through our speech and our action so that when people accuse us and slander us, they will be proven wrong because they will see that we are, we are blameless in the sight of God and the sight of people. And pareho po nung example ni Pastor Darala, even his attackers were drawn to him because he did not retaliate. And he was able to share the message and they accepted that message. We are to welcome suffering and persecution if it is God's will for us to go through these things. And I don't know with you, but maybe there are circumstances in your life right now na ginagamit ka ng Lord para maging messenger of the gospel. You know, maybe, maybe you're seeing it differently. Yung mga paghihirap mo, yung mga persecution ng mga katrabaho mo, or the persecution of your family and other friends who look down on you because you're a believer. Maybe you are seeing it differently. Maybe the Lord can use that circumstance in your life that persecution, that evil done to you as a platform, as a means for you to share God's word to them. Maybe they also need to hear it. Maybe God is using you. And how are you reacting to all of this? Paano kayo nagre-react sa mga ginagawa sa inyo? Are we retaliating? We are called by Peter to retaliate with good and react with love and with grace. Easier said than done. But maybe, as you look at your life and the persecution that you are going through right now because of the good that you are doing, because of your being a believer in Christ, maybe the Lord is using you to offer the hope that is in you to people. And lastly, we are to do good to people even if they do evil to us because it guides us towards Christ's example. Pinapetnubayan tayo sa limbawa ni Cristo. Let's read this last verses. For Christ also suffered once for our sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, in which he went and proclaimed to the spirits in prison, because they formerly did not obey. When God's patient, patience waited in the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared, in which a few, that is, eight persons were brought safely through water. And then he continues, baptism which corresponds to this now saves you, not as a removal of dirt from, from the body, but as an appeal to God for good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers having been subjected to Him. You know, medyo mahirap itong verse na to. And some Christians, alam mo Pastor Mike yan, nagdidebate dito. But in light of our context of the suffering that Christians are going through, Peter is simply saying here, look to Jesus. Kasi si Jesus, He suffered for doing what is right. He did not retaliate. He died for our sins so that he might bring us to God and he might bring salvation even to those who previously did not believe. Yung mga time ni Noah, 
yung mga hindi sumama doon sa, sa, sa boat na ginawa ni Noah. Through Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, His suffering, His death, and later on, His resurrection, pwede na po tayong lumapit sa Panginoon. We are cleansed, we are forgiven, and we are alive. And because of Christ's obedience, even in suffering, God has placed Him at the right hand of, of the Father. And all authority on earth and in heaven is now subject to Jesus. He is the last say. Jesus is victorious even in suffering. And so, because Christ also suffered, we are also to expect suffering. And maging thankful pa nga daw po tayo when we suffer for good because we are following Christ's example. Now, I'm not saying you, you invite suffering in your life or magpapako po kayo sa cross or sa pagsimana santa magpa, magpa-flagellate po kayo sa flagellate. May nakita nga ako sa Facebook eh. Yung nagpapako siya tapos nilatigo siya pero sobra-sobra na yung paglatigo sa kanya ng mga naglatigo. Pinagtripan siya. So nagalit si Jesus, nanipa. Parang sabi niya, sobra na yung suffering na binigbigay niya sa akin. Ah. I'm not talking about to suffer or to inflict suffering on yourself. I'm not also talking here about sufferings that are brought about by our wrongdoings or because of the consequences of our sins. Rather, yung mga paghihirap, mga pagdurusa that are born out of our faith in Jesus and choosing to do what is right. Christ calls us blessed when we are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for we become part of His kingdom. We are partaking also of His suffering, and He is with us. We are to continue to do good even when people do evil things to us. Because, guess what? Christ also prayed for forgiveness to those who persecuted him, to those who insulted him. And he said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. We have no excuse. We have Jesus to look upon. And as pilgrims who have put our hope in Christ, Si Jesus po ang ating example. And so, let me encourage you, when we are tempted to retaliate, kung gusto-gusto natin gumante, kung nadi-discourage na po tayo because the sufferings brought about by our faith in Jesus Christ is too much. Sana hindi na lang pala ako naniwala sa Kanya. Ako lang yung nag-iisang Christian sa pamilya ko. Or, ang hirap maging Christian sa, sa isang corrupt na workplace, isang, sa isang lugar na Lahat gumagawa ng masama. When it seems like God has abandoned us, Lord, saan ka na? We are to look to Jesus because Jesus has also suffered for our sake and was victorious and He endured suffering and He promises us those who endure in the end will be saved. He will save us. He will help us. He will be with us. And so, bakit po tayo kailangan duma- gumawa ng mabuti when people do evil things to us? Because it grants us God's blessing. We experience the Lord's presence in our lives and also, we experience the good that we do to others. And secondly, because it gives us a platform to be able to t- tell others about Jesus Christ. Nagbibigay ito ng, 
ng mga venues sa atin, spaces for us to tell people that Jesus loves them. And lastly, because Christ also suffered, He did it all. And we can look to Him for strength, for encouragement. And His, His encouragement is for us to continue to persevere and to do good even when people do evil things to us. So let us remember this. As, as God's holy people na namumuhay bilang mga dayo sa mundong ito, we will surely face persecution for our faith and suffer for doing what is right. Ngunit tinatawag tayong umasa kay Kristo habang inihintay natin ang ating tahanan sa langit. We can do good even when people do evil things to us because we know that doing good grants us God's blessing. It gives us an opportunity to share our faith and guides us towards Christ's example. And I hope that you are encouraged today to do good even in the midst of evil and persecution you may be experiencing in your whole life. And may the Lord bless you and strengthen you and enable you to follow him in the midst of all the evil and persecution. Let us pray. Let's all stand. Let, let me pray for all of you. Panginoon, it's easier said than done to not retaliate pag may mga ginagawang masama sa amin. But thank you for calling us to do good, to live out our identities as your children, as pilgrims of this life. Lord, bigyan mo kami ng kalakasan na wag gumante, rather to do good, to bless others, to bless our family members maybe, who may be persecuting us, workmates, people who have known us, who are looking down of us, at us, kasi mga Christians come in, we try to do good. Bless us, Lord. Help us to experience your blessing of your presence in our lives. And as we do so, Lord, salamat na we also are able to, to feel and to experience the good that is peculiar only to those who do good. May encourage kami, lumalakas ang loob namin. Our souls are enriched because we do good. And Lord, gamitin mo mga circumstances sa aming mga buhay sa aming mga ginagawa kung saan mo kami nilagay sa mga pinagdadaan namin aming mga problema, Lord. We pray that you use this as, as platforms, as spaces for us to tell our friends, our classmates, our workmates about you, Jesus. And when we are discouraged, help us to hold on to you, Lord, because you suffered for our sake and you were victorious. And we cling to you. Mahawa kami sa inyo. Kumakapit kami sa inyo, Panginoon. Sa iyo nagmumula ang aming lakas, ang aming kalakasan sa mundong ito. Huwag niyo po kaming iwanan, Panginoon. Huwag niyo kaming pabayaan. Samahan niyo kami lagi. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.